rhythms up Driving when the sun goes down The hum of 18 wheels Lord, that's a lonely sound I spend all day Chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever till the day that I died I said 18 wheels rolling on the road It is my life 18 wheels rolling on the road It is my life Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let's get started. We are ready to roll. So uh, we got Joe Arview with us today. Everybody's excited about him. Mike Wilman's with us today. And the rest of the group is back with us. Uh, Sunshine Road, Jim and Ann Davenport, Ava Casey, Roger Barkley Jr., and the Redemption Band. And, and uh, David Wolko is here today. He's going to bring a word this afternoon. Pastor Jeff Lewis is back there. He's got a word for us this morning. Hey, we're going to have a great, great, great day. We're so glad you're here. to start with prayer and, and like last night come up here linda we're going to pray and dedicate this conference to uh, lost loved ones just like we did last night fred come on up here and i don't see alice she's oh come on up here alice this is a lonesome road staff and then all, of course all of you guys are the hands and feet that make it work we're just in here producing the cds and the and the cards and stuff. Roger Barkley's been helping us with that. He's, he's been a godsend is what he's been. <laughs> and he's, he's helped us so much with all this um, starting a radio station. So ain't that amazing? Yeah. But like I said last night, Linda lost her brother just recently. And uh, Carlin Loker just lost his dad. He's usually back there in the sound booth at every conference. And he just lost his dad, Gail Loker. Then Burtis Knight passed away last year in July, right after the conference. Sarah McClure, down in Kentucky, they're usually here every year. Uh, she lost her life last year, about July, right after the conference. Uh, COVID took uh, some people out and tried to take a lot of us out. But we're here. And we're going to keep on keeping on for Jesus. 
So we want to dedicate this uh, conference to anybody that lost a loved one in the last year. So Brenda Jones just lost her husband in January. David Walco lost his wife and his sister both recently. Who else? Anybody else that just lost somebody that you're right. I failed to mention that last night, and I'm so sorry, but your son just passed away recently. And, you know, that ain't supposed to happen. We ain't supposed to lose our kids. But but Satan come to kill, steal, and destroy. And that's what he wants for each and every one of us. But the rest of that verse is Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. So we got to claim that victory in Jesus. Jay Leeson's mom, yeah, one of our chaplains, Jay Leeson. And we're going to talk about the chaplain program here in just a little bit. So anybody else before we pray? Father, we do thank you, Lord, and, and praise you for, for life so that we can share the love of God with others, Lord. We just pray for these people that's lost loved ones, Lord, and we dedicate this conference, this whole weekend, just to their memory. And, Father, we just know that... Uh, you're going to be with the families and give them comfort and give them peace. And, Lord, we pray for that. Lord, we just ask that you bless everything that happens here today. And, Lord, help us to give you praise in everything that we do and everything that we say. And we thank you, Lord, for bringing us all together for one more year of this family reunion. And, Lord, we praise you for that because we know it's all you. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Fred has something he wants to say before we get started here. <laughs> All right. Oh, I thought that was going to make me sound like Gary Rayburn. What happened here? <laughs> well, Gary didn't know I was going to do this, but I asked him if I could. But I want to share a little history before, if that's okay. And I promise, Joe, I won't. It'll be shorter than any of your songs, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, me, me and Gary go back to 2002, and we were at Orchardville Church, and he come, and he uh, took over the tape ministry. We had a little small tape ministry. We was handing out 12 tapes a week. <laughs> yeah. And we had 150 people is what we had. And Gary gave us a medium to share our witness, to witness to other people with the tapes, and we started handing out tapes, and I mean, we handed out tapes, didn't we? And that little church grew from 150 people to it had over 850 in that church and two sister churches, which are still going strong to this day. Yeah, and so we owe a big debt of gratitude to Gary Rayburn. And the really neat thing is, We've got services tomorrow. I want to invite each and every one of you there. Uh, we're going to have an awesome speaker at 10 a.m., and that's Gary Rayburn, okay? And we've got a coffee shop with donuts. It opens up at, what, 8.30? Glenn back there, he will fix you up with a great donut and a nice hot black cup of coffee, you know. And I teach a little Sunday school class in room 103 if you want to come by. I'm looking forward to seeing each and every one of you there. 
And believe me, we'll love on you and you'll be happy. All right. Well, thank you, Fred. I appreciate those words. He talked about the tape ministry and how, how it grew there. But I'll tell you what made it grow. It was the people. It's the, the people that got behind the ministry and passed the tapes out. All I did was make them. <laughs> I just made them as fast as I could and, and put them out there. And everybody got behind the tape ministry and it grew. Uh, we've started out with 300 tapes a month. We went from 300 to 500 to 700 to 1,000 to 2,000 to 3,000 to 5,000 to 6,000. And it was a, it was the body of, of believers behind the church, getting them out there. The, the demand for the hunger to see their lost family members, their friends, and their neighbors get saved. And that's what happened. And that's what we've done here with this uh, Lonesome Road Ministry. It's, it's you guys. You know, we just make them, and we, we send them to you, and you're the ones that spread the gospel all across the country, stretching the net across America. And we do it with a, the Lonesome Road Tape Ministry, CD Ministry, Radio Ministry. Now we've got a radio station. So that's, that's God raising us up level by level by level. <clears throat> and we also have a program called Channel 21 Ministries. And I want to talk just a minute about that. How many uh, Channel 21 chaplains do we have here today? Please stand up. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't have that many hats. I was going to give everybody a new hat. Now I can't. <laughs> but I've got new hats for all my chaplains. And uh, I've probably got some more back there in the back that I may have to go get. But I want all you chaplains to have a brand new hat, and I appreciate you being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do out there. Also, we have come up with business cards for our chaplains. And these uh, got a little, one of those squiggly things on there. What's them called? QR code. Man, I'm going to have to come up with a new name for that. <laughs> But these are a business cards for our chaplains out on the road. So when you pass out the CDs, the cards, all these other tools that we have for you, then you can hand them this card right here, and it's got uh, Sinner's Prayer on it. And that's a very important tool to have right there. Have them pray this prayer. And then there's a place down here that you can write your name, your phone number on there, and you can stay in contact with them. So I got boxes full of these. I want you to make sure all the chaplains... Take these cards with them, get a new hat, and uh, keep on doing what you're doing. And next year, we're going to have a whole lot more chaplains and a whole lot more people here. The, our conference is going to end tomorrow, but it's going to end at Orchardville Church. And I've done that for one reason. Me and Linda came back here. God planted us back here. And we went back to Orchardville Church, which is our home church since 2002 when we came back there me and Linda we talked about it we said this is our church we're not ever going to leave here again we've left a couple times to because God kept sending us out doing different things but God has planted us here now Orchardville Church is our home church and so I told uh, Linda and I told a lot of people that there will be no Sunday services in this building this is a ministry. Our 
Sunday services from now on will be at Orchardville Church. So our conference is going to end there. And I have a vision. <laughs> I, have a, I have a vision of outgrowing this church at our conference. I have a vision that this place is going to get so full that we're going to have to move it somewhere else. And when we move it, I want it to move to Orchardville Church. They've got a sanctuary up there that seats over 800. Then we'll try to outgrow that one. <laughs> but that's what my vision is for this conference. I want to outgrow this building. We've got to outgrow this building first. And when we do that, hopefully we'll be able to continue our conference right up the road here. So that's, that's my vision for this uh, conference right here. The next year will be year 10, and I'm going to see if I can't get Galen Taylor and Daryl Spicer here because they're the, it was us three that started this three-fold cord conference, and they need to be here and share their hearts with everybody. And they're still a part of the ministry. There's a lot of people in here because of a lot of different reasons. Gas prices is one. I appreciate each and every one of you guys for being here. I think that's about all I've got that's right now. So I want to introduce my good friend Joe Arview. He wasn't here last year except for the screen there. <clears throat> and uh, he said he would be back, and he's back. <laughs> Me and Joe met and. Uh, I was standing by my window on a cold, dark, cloudy day when I saw that hearse come rolling, come to carry my mother away. Wheeled the circle, be unbroken, by and by, Lord, by and by. There's a bed. I'm waiting in the sky, Lord, in the sky. Oh, I'd be a good place for a yeehaw right there. Undertaker. Undertaker, won't you please, please drive slow For that body that you're carrying Lord, I hate now to see her go Everybody, will the circle be unbroken By and by, Lord, by and by There's a better In the sky, Lord, in the sky As I follow close behind her I try to hold up and be brave But I could not hide my sorrow When they laid her in that grave Will the circle be There's a better 
Thank you, Jesus. Did I cut you off, Gary? <laughs> I'm sharing uh, this on Facebook. So if you got a Facebook feed, then go to Lonesome Road Ministry or Channel 21 and share it with everybody that you can. Amen. Well, I'm glad that you opened up with uh, folks that have gone on to be with Jesus. Uh, I lost my cousin, and uh, he was diagnosed with cancer a month after me, and that made it pretty tough. One of the saddest funerals I think I was ever at. But you know what? I just sang a song about losing your mother. And y'all was excited like a bunch of Pentecostals. Now what kind of psycho people gets excited at a funeral? We ought to. We ought to. When I think about my cousin, you know, he went through cancer and went all the way to the grave. We're all going to go there one of these days. Unless the Lord comes back and gets us. That'd be a good day, wouldn't it? But he's already made it through that. I ought, ought to be praising Jesus that he already made it through that. And he's already on the other side. Amen. Well, you know what? We're just wayfaring strangers on this old earth. Amen. There's no sickness, toll or danger In that bright world to which I go And I'm going there to see my father
Well, I had a lot of requests, and I already forgot them, so. Make up your mind. We... I want to talk about that song. I wrote that song a long time ago, and some of y'all might have already heard the testimony about this, but when we tried to make a CD cover with a rainbow, that was a bad idea. But when I wrote it, I had no... You know, I didn't know that there was such a thing as a pride flag. I didn't, I didn't know what that was. And since then, I, I've been, you know, like uh, insulted by the world for God, you know? Like, how dare you take this symbol of mercy that God gave us and turn it into something? But then I think, you know what? The truth is, the people that he put the rainbow in the sky for are the same people that use it for a flag. So on, on one side, I'm insulted, and, and I think we should stand up for what's the truth. On the other side, I think, fly that thing all you want because the symbol is still there. Amen? Even if you corrupt it. My son sings over at the, the Ark Encounter, and I've sang there a few times. And when you go into that place, there's a, there's a rainbow around this, this entry. And when you first, when you see it, you can't help it. You think, uh, that's, the, that's, that, that's that gay thing right there it is. I, I mean, you can't help it. Isn't that terrible? That somebody like me who sings about Jesus and God's mercy, the first thing I think of when I see a rainbow is... The gay pride flag? How sad is that? Amen? So really what this song is about is God's mercy. And it's about a, a man or woman who lived a life for themselves. Pride, if you will. Amen? And they were always searching for that thing, that end of the rainbow. And you know what? Us who know Jesus, we found where the rainbow begins. Amen. I found myself on a walkway. 
But I couldn't help but run Driving my life in the fast lane Not far ahead of the gun I take a pill to get up in the morning And the whiskey got me to bed Never thought I'd ever see 40 All I've been through, guess I should be dead I was searching for a life full of profit When I heard from a prophet of old I was carrying my gold in a pocket When he told me of riches untold I was searching for the end of the rainbow When I found where the rainbow began Always told me trust Jesus. And I'd tell him he was just a man. And I was hell bent to be a free bird, to fly away and never land. was right about Jesus He's the way, He's the truth and He's the life He walked through hell to free us and I've walked through hell to find His life I'm searching for Prophet of old, I was carrying my gold in a pocket when he told me of riches untold. I was searching for the end of the Yes, I found where the rainbow begins. I want to tell you, I found where that rainbow begins. At the end of my chemo treatment, as I began to heal up, I found where that rainbow begins. Thank you, Jesus.
even have a dream that I could fly Just walk on a cloud The mountaintops or swing on jungle vines Like a child on daddy's shoulders On a ferris wheel or a house built in a tree Any high in the sky Just don't compare To the high that I found down on my knees Lord, lift me up High enough to see heaven's door And hold me there Higher than I've ever been before But I've searched this world over And never seemed to find just what I need Cause any high that I've tried It don't take me there Like the high that I get down on When I was young, I took a puff from a skinny cigarette Now that I'm older, it's one more thing I've lived to regret Everybody's searching for the thing in life to change the way you feel Since nobody seems to know, well, let me tell you so Everything's gonna change when you kneel Lord, lift me up High enough to see heaven's door And hold me there Higher than I've ever been before Well, I've searched this world over And never seemed to find just what I need Cause any high that I've tried Won't take me there Like the high that I get down on any high that I've tried won't take me there Like the high that I get down on my Sometimes I fail God And wonder why He'd let me go so far Without a rhyme or reason He stuck around to watch me fall apart And sometimes I ask Him why Why would you want to keep me in your grave? I know I have done some things To make me want to run And hide my face
I think I can make it on my own Until the teardrop starts Only when I'm sick or lonely When I see my life falling apart Now I'm getting on the right track Pray the Lord catch me if I fall For the days when I don't want Him Are the days I really need Him most of all Here I stand beneath Him Begging for his mercy on my soul Again I've made a mess of things Lord come again and take control Forgive me Lord for I have sinned I've left you out and made decisions on my own Now I give them back to you I lay them at your feet And walk on And I think I could make it on my own Until the teardrops start Only when I'm sick or lonely when I see my life falling apart Now I'm getting on the right track Pray the Lord catch me if I fall For the days when I don't want Him Are the days I really need Him most of all Lord, the days when I don't want you Are the days I really need you Most of I don't know if I got your request. Anybody, did I miss one? Oh, I wrote a lot of songs for my wife. You talking about that one I wrote called Get Your Tongue Out of My Mouth, I'm Kissing You Goodbye? It's not that one? <laughs> That's my favorite. Teach you to request a song right there. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you still talking? What? I'm sorry. What? It just went, didn't it? it just, 
I'm sorry. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm not sure this is the one you mean, but... CD. If you see your brother standing by the road, 
heavy load from the seeds he sowed. And if you see your sister falling by the way, just stop and say, you're going the wrong way. You've got to try a little kindness, sure. Lend a helping hand instead of doubt And the kindness that you show every day Will help someone along life's way You've got to try a little kindness Sure people on the narrow-minded
saying before Joe interrupted me, <laughs> we used to be really good friends. <laughs> I met Joe in 2007, and we became really good friends. We've been all over the country together, and anytime I ask Joe to come and be part of a, something I'm doing, He's always made himself available, if possible. And so we've been all over the country together. We've been to California and Florida and a few places in between. And we've had a great time. And I've, I just I love Joe Arview. I really do. And I know you do, too. And I was saying I've got new hats for my chaplains. So I want to make sure all of our chaplains get one of these new hats and some of these cards, uh, seen a couple of my chaplains coming in just a while ago, back here. Look at here. You got a testimony you want to share real quick before Pastor Jeff preaches. Amen. 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 
Praise God. Hallelujah. So, praise God. Can, can we just praise the Lord in here? Yeah. Amen. Can we do that? Y'all mind? I'll come up. I'll come up. You know. All right. So, my wife and I have uh, been invited to uh, preach at a uh, trucker church at uh, Access in Forestal, uh, Missouri, at the uh, TA. And it's been a real blessing. We've been... Uh, attending for about, I don't know, about two months or so. Uh, it's been real good. God's just been moving just incredibly among the truckers. So, uh, oh man, this is good. About a week ago, uh, what, we, what we try to do before service starts is we try to walk around the truck stop, invite truckers to come in. You know, hey, we're having service at nine. Uh, we want you to come in, enjoy the service. And uh, talk to this one trucker. And this was a blessing of God to me, and it was a blessing to my wife as well. We kind of split up. She said, hey, I'm going to go give a packet to this trucker over here. I said, okay, I'll give a packet to this trucker. So he rode down his window. I said, hey, God bless you guys. We have service at 9 o'clock. And he goes, well, you know, I think this would be better for my partner driver. And I said, okay, that's fine. And he goes, hey, he's having problems. You might want to pray for him. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I went around the other side. He rose down his window. And he gets to talking to me. You know how people unload on you? You know, you know what I'm talking about when I say unload. You know, they start telling you about all of their problems. And this guy was going through it. You know, divorce, jail time coming up, just all kind of stuff. And, and I couldn't help but start thinking about the testimonies of some of our other chaplains that we have in this organization. You know, a lot, of, a lot of folks that have spent time in jail, a lot of folks that have been on the wrong side of the law, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this guy was no exception. And God gave me a word for him. And I started talking to him about Jesus Christ. I started just, just talking to him, just, hey, look, Jesus is the solutions to your problems. And uh, so we got to talking. I got to praying for him. Led him to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you could see the difference between this guy when I first started talking to him and how beaten down he was. I mean, just beat down. You know how life just beats people down. And after he accepted Christ, how uplifted, how free. You could see the freedom in his face. You could see it in his countenance. And I just, God, I praise God for that. That's just so good. That's, that's what we're here for as chaplains. That's what we're here for as Christians is to shed the light. I love that song, sir. To shed the light, to shed the light of God to the people that are around us. Amen. Pastor Jeff Lewis is going to bring us a word. Come on up here, Pastor. Pastor Jeff Lewis's uh, church is in uh, Columbia City, Indiana, New Beginnings Church. I just love when God uses us to travel around, I've been, like I said, I've traveled all over the country with Joe and got to travel with uh, Roger here and the McKay Project and, and others. I mean, God is just, he just pours out blessings on those who say, hear my Lord, use me. And this is what Pastor, Pastor Jeff Lewis from uh, Columbia City, Indiana, he's been a part of this ministry for, I'll let him tell you. Well, before I get into anything, I'm going to read some scripture to you. It's because the way I open my church service, because that's what God calls for us to do. And I'm going to be in Psalms 33, and I'm going to read 1 through 5. 
And it says, Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise is coming unto upright. Praise the Lord with harps, sing unto him with pestilence and instruments of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song, play skillful with a loud noise, for the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. His loving righteousness and judgment, the earth is full of goodness of the Lord. The word rejoice actually means shout for the Lord. And as James Payne said last night, you don't shout enough. You should have been shouting more when Joe was singing. Because right there sets a blessing that God sent us. Because last year he couldn't be here because he was sick. But who healed him? Not me, not the doctors. God healed him. And God's not done with him. That's what we got to stand on today. If God would have taken Joe home, we would have all been sad. But he didn't. He's not done with him yet. That's why he's back here today. Praise should be in your heart of every child of the, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We should have praise in our heart constantly. If you came into God's house this morning in a bad mood, get rid of it. Because there's only one that can fix it for you. And his name is Jesus Christ. We need to open our hearts and let the Holy Spirit flow through us freely. So many people say, what are you talking about the Holy Spirit? Before I got saved, I knew who God was. I knew who Jesus was. I never heard of the Holy Spirit. But he's in me today. And I praise him for that. Just let the Lord have his way today. If you feel like standing up and shouting, don't let someone else hold you back. Stand up and praise the Lord. Because that's what we're here for. Gary didn't start this ministry by mistake. He started it because it's what God put in his midst to do, and he isn't done with him yet, or he, we wouldn't be in this building today. We come here today to praise and worship God. And I often think it's 380 miles for me to drive here. Big deal. I drive 2,000 miles a week driving a truck. I'm a retired deputy sheriff, and I'm a pastor. But as long as God puts me in the midst, I'm going to do what he wants me to do. And you can't believe the people you can testify if you just walk past them and say, God bless you today. So many people won't say that because they're afraid. Why? God wasn't afraid to die on the cross for your sins. The Holy Spirit is telling us the word of the Lord is correct. If you don't believe it, Get your Bible out and start reading it. So many people go to church on Sunday. And they put their Bible back on the shelf until next Sunday morning. It should be seven days a week, 365 days a year. If you can't do anything but turn on your CD and listen to Joe Arview's songs. That, that is a blessing to me. I put his CD in the other day. It's been in there for three days. Now... Next week, I'll put Jessica Horton back in there. Or I'll put a ministry from Lonesome Road. I, I play them constantly. And if I don't, now I've figured out how to use Google, and I can hear Victory in Jesus by Christian Gospel Choir. I just got a smartphone six months ago. My wife got me a smartphone. But we need to understand that God 
is calling each and every one of us. And just so you know, I didn't put this tie on to try to make anybody look out of place. I done it to honor my father. And that's my choice. You wear blue jeans and a t-shirt into church, God don't look at your clothes. He's looking at your heart. That's what God is putting in us. And, you know, if, if you read Psalms, and, and I love this scripture. I haven't found a scripture I don't love. But Psalms 100 says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know you the Lord He is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Did you come into God's house to say you was in God's house? Or did you come to praise and worship your Savior? You got an opportunity today. You got an opportunity each and every day to praise and worship Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. Let's give God a great big round of applause. Woo! Thank you, Jesus! Woo! What an awesome God we serve. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my life history. Like I said, I'm a retired police officer, deputy sheriff, truck driver, used to be a drunk. Even when I was a police officer, I was an alcoholic. Never drank on duty. But when I wasn't on duty, I had to have me and old Jack Daniels made a lot of fights together. In 2000... I found out a good friend of mine had cancer. And her and her boyfriend owned a truck. And I drove it part-time when I wasn't working for the law enforcement. She went and had surgery. They sewed her up and sent her home and told her there was nothing they could do. Why? thank God she found Jesus. She didn't find Jesus, he found her. Let's get that right, because John 15, 16, I think, says... He chose us. We didn't choose him. So I got called to be a pallbearer. Known this family my whole life. So I went to the funeral service and Joe sang that first song about that circle will never be unbroken. And I sat down. They put the pallbearers off to the side and I viewed the body before. And I sat down and all I could do was cry. And I thought, everybody thinks that I'm crying because Rachel's gone. And the Holy Spirit wouldn't leave me alone. And before the service was over, I said, okay, God, I'll give it to you. Walked out of there and I told the pastor, I said, best message I ever heard. He said, well, thank you. I said, no, thank you. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior today. And I praise God for that. I went on about my life, and I'm living for God because I'm going to church on Sunday morning. I was sitting in the pew, but I wasn't doing what God wanted me to do. 2012, I had a brain tumor. 
They took it out, 95% of it. And the doctor said, I don't know what's going to happen to you, but we think you'll be okay. When I woke up from that surgery, they had me tied in bed because I was being mean. I looked at my wife and I said, go get my wife. I need to talk to her. She ran out of the room crying. My son was standing there. He said, do you know who I am, Dad? And I said, yeah, you're my son. He said, what's my name? And I said, Sally. That's my sister. And that's what everybody got called for several days. Because I knew what I wanted to say, but I couldn't say it. And six months later, the rest of that tumor they couldn't take was gone. Now it's time to get busy with God. It took me a long time to figure that out. And I was prophesied by three different people that I was called to preach. And I said, you people are crazy. I'm not a good reader. I can't do this. This church that I used to attend closed. The people that donated the ground bought it. And they asked me if I'd preach. And I said, no, can't do it. You're called to preach. And I said, that's what you say. Six months later, the pastor that was there had a heart attack. Gene come asked me, he said, would you preach for us? I said, let me pray about it. And God said, it's your time. So for the last seven years, I've been their pastor. And I praise God because, you know, when I started, when I started preaching, I didn't know anything. I knew a little bit, but not very much. But God keeps me growing each and every day. And God is really wanting to do something with each and every one of you. When I was going to church, at this church I became the pastor of, there was an elderly lady, and unfortunately she's already in heaven. She brought a CD in one day, and she said, you ought to listen to this, you're a truck driver. I said, well, what's this all about? She said, just listen to it. Tony Mack. I listened to that, and I went to the conference to meet Tony Mack. Because I'm a police officer, or was. I wanted to meet this guy. That's the year he passed. God says, not yet, someday. And then I heard this CD about some guy kissing a frog. <laughs> and I found a hat that says, don't croak till you meet Jesus. It's got a frog on it. I, I gave that to... But, you know, the thing we got to understand, we, we can have some fun because God's got a sense of humor. But we don't have to be old sour pusses. It's just like that funny that Joe pulled a little bit ago. I thought that was great. That sounded like something I might have said. But, you know, God didn't get mad. He's, he's joyful because we're here to celebrate and praise and worship him. I want to share a little more scripture with you. Tell me when I'm done, Gary. <laughs> I'm in the book of Revelations, and I'm going to read verse out of chapter 3, verse 2 and 3, and it says, be watchful. Now, this is Jesus speaking. Just so you know, I know most of you don't have your Bibles, and that's fine, but this is Jesus talking to us. 
And it says, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that you are ready to die. For I have not found the works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how thou have received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. We're to come back to Christ. Spiritual, if you're lukewarm for God, and there's a lot of us are lukewarm, and I'm not pulling any names out because I don't know most of you people. I know you through Lonesome Road Ministry. But if your walk with God isn't as strong as it could be, then you're lukewarm. And what's Jesus going to do if you're lukewarm? He's going to spit you out. You're going to knock on that door someday and he's going to say, Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. What do you want to hear from Jesus? Enter in, my good and faithful servant. That's what we want to hear. We need to come back to Christ. And Jesus died on the cross. So many people say, why do you talk about the cross? Because that's where salvation comes from. Because Jesus died on that cross for each and every one of us. He didn't do it for himself. He didn't have to go to the cross. He done it for us. You need to pick up your game, what you've lost with Christ, and get busy about his business. Each and every one of us have something more that we can do than we're doing. You ever sat down in the recliner at night, turn TV on, think, oh, I should have read my Bible. I'll do it tomorrow. No, that doesn't work. Today is the day. We should rejoice and be glad in it because God made this day for us. Just stop and think. So many people are living on dead faith. Don't live on dead faith. Jesus Christ planted it for us. Which, if you're living on, with dead faith, that produces bad works. And bad works are no good. Judgment will come. Will you be ready when that time comes? If Jesus came right now, are you 110% sure that you're going to make heaven? Are you guaranteed there's one way to make sure. Let's open your heart and let God take care of it. He's the only one that can do it. I can't do it for you. Verse 15 in that same chapter says, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would, cold nor hot, I would thou were cold, I would thou that cold nor hot. So then become that are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew you out of my mouth. Jesus is telling us, if a person is lukewarm towards something, it means he hasn't rejected it, but it also means he's not doing what he's supposed to for it. Are you doing what God wants you to do? One year ago at this conference, Joe had a message. Couldn't use his hands. He didn't have any trouble using his hands today. And I caught, I praise God for that. I caught out of that message that Joe preached. And it really touched me because 
Joe found out there was some things in his life that he needed to correct. And he wasn't afraid to tell us that. That's what we need to stand on today. What is God telling you today? Is he telling you to make another step? What did James Payne say last night? Make an advance to the next level. Just because you got saved, come into church and sit down, that's not where it stops, people. That's only the beginning. And I'm telling you today that God is sending a message here. I don't know why Gary asked me to preach, but I'm glad he did. But if Joe would have taken another 20 minutes and sang some more songs, I wouldn't have been upset because we're here to do what the Father wants done. And if there's anybody in this house today that is one, not 100% sure, this is what you need to pay close attention to. Romans 10, 9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. Doesn't say might, shall be. Verse 10 says, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confess, confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believe on him shall not be ashamed, for there is no difference between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that is called upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm telling you today, if you got one little question in your mind about what your walk is with God, today's the day to get rid of it. There's no reason to walk out of this house. This is God's house. And God says, come to me, and I'll take care of it. And when you're in your seats, and someone's up here preaching or singing, don't be afraid to shout. Don't be afraid to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Because, you know, so many times we've sat back, and we've listened to great preaching, great singing, and we haven't done anything. Why? Because we don't want to embarrass and stand up. What do you think Jesus would have... Where would we be today if Jesus would have said, you're not nailing me to a cross for them bunch of sinners? But he done it. And we have to praise and worship him. Now these people that are here to, last night, today, they, they've done an awesome job. And there's going to be more awesome coming. So sing a loud noise Praise God through what they're doing, because that's what God wants us to do. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, and he will bless you. And I want to thank you. I want to thank Brother Rayburn for all that he's doing. And someday, Gary told me back in about 2015 or 16, that he was coming to my church, and he was going to bring Joe Arview with him. That hasn't happened yet, but it's coming someday because God isn't done with Joe. And I'm going to be real honest with you. I got a small church, but God don't care. He's willing. And if any one of you speakers, I've got cards. You ever get up in the Indiana up close to Fort Wayne? You're going to be in that area. Let me know. I'll line up my church for you. God's church, not mine. I'm just a pastor. But on July 9th, 
Gary and Roger and that group will be there on July the 10th. David Arview with homeless for the our truckers for the homeless will be there. You know, anytime you're going to be in that area, stop in and see us. If you stop in and I don't know you're coming, you better have a message because I'm going to give you the opportunity. You want to bring your guitar and sing? Come right ahead. You're always welcome. So I'm going to turn it back over to Brother Gary, and I thank you for this opportunity. I appreciate you, Pastor Jeff. Yes. God bless you. Yeah, he has an awesome church up there, awesome people, uh, and they treat you like you want to be treated, like family. And it's it's just a great place to go. We really appreciate that. And uh, he, the message that he preached, man, I tell you, that's what it's all about, isn't it? We we never uh, we never close any of our programs without asking people if they know Jesus Christ as their Savior, and that's what he's doing today. Do Do you know Jesus as your Savior? And we we put a sinner's prayer on every one of our CDs and and our radio programs. And the reason we do that is because there's a lot of people out there that are lost. I was one of those years ago when a preacher came to my house and read that little sinner's prayer to me. And And I never got away from it. The next day, I cried out to God and asked him into my heart. So you don't have to do it here, but you can. But you can do it wherever you feel that God pulling at your heart. And all you got to do, it's a simple little prayer. Would you pray with me? Let's pray the sinner's prayer. If you've never asked Jesus Christ into your heart, or if you have, I get calls from people all over the country that say, I pray that prayer with you every time. And it just makes me feel better. Doesn't it make you feel better to get close to God? Yeah. So pray with me. Lord Jesus, please forgive me for all my sins. I ask you today, come into my heart and make me everything that you want me to be. I give my life completely to you from this day forward. In Jesus' name. Now, if you prayed that and meant it with all your heart, God heard your prayers. It's that simple. It's that simple. At the crossroads of life, lost without hope, 18 wheels of lonesome at the end of the road. In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past Hey drivers, we appreciate you letting us ride along with you in the cab. And you can contact us at 618-383-2107 or you can log on to our website at lonesomeroad.org and check us out on the web 
You can listen to all of our radio programs on our website on our broadcast from the past page. So check it out. And if you ask Jesus Christ into your heart, then give us a call and let us know. Brokenhearted and lonesome, so long I've been lost. I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree.